Hey, it is editing chat. Just want to say that um, the episode you're about to listen to is a really good one, but Zoom's been a little bit weird. And for whatever reason, during certain parts, our audio would cut out like we have a bad internet connection. It was happening with all three of us. I'm not sure what it was about, but like I said, it's a good episode. Hope you enjoy it even with that. If you're over a certain age, you can't hear the phrase, call me now, without being instantly transported to a much different time. This week, we explore those feelings. Having watched, call me Miss Cleo. I'm Chad. I'm Matt. You're listening to the 92nd episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. So quick public service announcement, sort of, before we get going. Um, so if this episode out on Saturday instead of Friday, it's because I did a bonus episode on Wednesday. So if you haven't listened to it, listen to it because it's probably good. And otherwise, I cut this out. But anyway, um, how are you doing this week, Matt? Um, you you're looking good. I mean, got that sunlight on you. You know, your hair looks a little crisp. Hey, man, you know I'm trying to look pretty out here. Uh, yeah. You know, the weather's um, changing, and um, you know, one minute it's cold, another minute it's hot, then it's raining. So I think it's messing with my body. I might have a cold, might have a flu. Who knows? Equilibrium all the way up. I got you. Right. So, um. This week, we've got our third brand new to guests of the show in a row. Um, and guests this week, how's your equilibrium? Are you good? My equilibrium is great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'd like to welcome on the show, Dana. Um, this is an old high school buddy of mine. And I'm really happy that we could, you know, get the scheduling sorted out and that you're here to yuck it up with us and catch up because i'm be honest i can't remember the last time i spoke to you i mm. i remember the last time i saw you <laughs> so oh okay tell me a story well i'll keep your business out oh. but you were on a bad date i was <laughs> yes this was we were at a Childish Gambino concert. Oh, oh, her. <laughs> that okay. was the last time I saw you. So it's been That's, a long time. I think that had that. I think that was like 2012. That's like over 10 years like ago. 13 or something. Uh. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That person sucked. Right <laughs> So, well, on the topic of like, you know, relationships, you just got married, miss. So I want to say I congratulations. Thank congratulations. You. Thank you very much. I am enjoying it. I'm a newlywed. Got that fresh marriage smell on you. I sure do. And it smells. It smells like cupcakes in the kitchen. Yeah. Just like that. (laughs) It smells like um, you can get on his insurance now. 
That that's exactly what it smells like. I can get on that dental insurance because I forgot to sign up. So fuck you forget to sign up for dental insurance. I know, right? So I ha- they made me take my same elections from last year. <laughs> and you pissed. didn't have dental insurance last year? You just out there? I, I didn't have dental insurance because I had braces and my um, orthodontist was taking care of that piece. So I was like, I'm not paying for that. Dental, dental insurance don't pay for braces? Brace, brace, braces like care? No, actually, because I'm an adult, they didn't cover braces at all. Well, at least my insurance company didn't. Oh, you got that so. bullshit insurance. You can shit on insurance <laughs> companies. We don't, we're not sponsored by insurance companies. Who did you dirty? Was it Blue Cross Blue Shield? No, it was Cigna. Oh, yeah, they ain't shit. Yeah, so they don't they don't pay. So I had to pay out of pocket. So, you know, I was paying monthly fees or whatever. That So cleanings uh, and all of that. Because when you have braces, you have to have special cleanings and blah, blah, blah. So Do you, do you have braces right now? No. I was like, I don't see them. So <laughs> no, like, I'm braces. Maybe they had a Visalign. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I don't remember your teeth being crooked in high school. Nobody even remembers I had braces and I, I had braces like for five years <laughs> since wait, like middle school. Yeah. Nobody wait, even remembers wait, wait, that. Wait. wait, I'm sorry. Just talking about how last year you had braces. So I've had braces for a combined seven years. Yeah. Is this a common for you to get braces one time and then years later have to get them again? No. So when I was a kid, I wasn't doing all the stuff that you were supposed to do, like wearing your rubber bands. And um, I had to keep them on longer than was intended. I only was supposed to have them on for three years and it turned into five. And then when I got to be an adult, I got them again for two more years. So. Gotcha. I used to sound like my grill is super fucked up, but it's not. <laughs> I just had an underbite and yeah, it's fixed now. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks good now, but I'm just like, yeah. you had braces? I don't remember none of this shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely have braces. Okay. But at least you guys remember each other. I don't remember. Like we just had our um uh, in June of last year, we had our, our 20th reunion or whatever. And I'm in the group. I know I graduated from 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 the school. I have my diploma that says so. I don't remember none of these fucking people. It, <laughs> when I say nothing, I don't remember. There's like maybe two people I remember. None of these. I don't remember nobody else. And then they put up some pictures of like me in class or something. I mean, like like <laughs> I went there, but I just don't remember nobody. Damn. Yeah. Same. I mean, I remember like our friend groups and yeah. we still know, but outside of that, I don't remember anybody. I mean, I'm Facebook. Well, I'm not really on Facebook a lot, but I'm Facebook friends with a good amount of people from high school. And so like, if I wasn't Facebook friends with them, I'd be like, who? Who are they? Yeah. Yeah. Same. I go, Same. yeah. What was that? That uh, was that Kiki Palmer. Like I could be walking down the street. Like, I, I'm sorry to this man. Right. Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know who this is. I'm sorry <laughs> to this man. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So you, you weren't trying to fly back to America to get on your whole classroom and shit. Wait, was it? Wait, did it occur when you actually were in America? No, it was like because I didn't get there to like June or July. This happened in like June. Okay, but but like I thought about it. Like I thought about my ten year one, 
But I was like, even my 10-year one, I don't know these, I don't know who these people are. So I didn't want to show up. And honestly, I would have been standing around, just probably just me and my wife there. And then maybe somebody remembers me and I got to be like, oh, actually that did happen. One time I came back from the Navy and I had my uniform. My mother wanted to go to Ameristar or whatever. So I'm in my uniform in Ameristar and somebody comes up to me, hey man, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> and they were like, you don't remember me? And I was like, Nah, man, you know how the military be and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, ah, oh, high school. And they said their name. And I'm like, yeah, I remember you. How's it going? Didn't remember this person. Like, you know, already have a shitty memory, but like, I don't remember. There's probably about six. Nah, that's being generous. Maybe about four people I remember from high school. Damn. Oh, <laughs> I remember a lot more than that, but there's yeah. a lot of people that I, I just, I just don't know. Yeah. Same, same. Also like, uh, I was talking to somebody else that we went to high school with, um, you know, trying to solicit new voices onto the podcast and they were like, oh yeah, man, like, uh, I've been all right, you know, undivorced now and this, that and all that. I'm like, when the fuck did you get married? <laughs> like, what is happening here? Can I know who this person is? Do I know uh, them? maybe off air okay yeah off air okay cool um so i was like oh cool they was like yeah man i got married in like 2013 i'm like that's when i was heavily on facebook like how do i not know this i'm even more curious okay can't wait okay sure (laughs) but yeah um yeah so you you got you, you just got married um also, uh, pre-show, you were talking about how you are the mother of twins, and they are not 15 years old, like I thought. I cannot believe you thought I had hella old-ass kids. I don't know. <laughs> look, I, look, I remember seeing a picture of, like, twin girl children with, like, matching dresses, and they were little, but this is like, several years ago, so if you do, like, the math, they'd be old as fuck now. Oh, those are my nieces, and they're not twins. Oh, see? they were born see? the same week, though. So. How, old are, how old are they? They are 17. See, so that's yeah. what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> OK, I see what you're saying, but I just kind of feel like if I had kids, maybe you would have known, like, known about them. You think that they were when I was at the concert, like babysitter Look, look, you didn't I, don't think even, about I, don't even, I don't even remember you at the concert. And, and, and you know, if we if we if we can be frank right now, I'll be straight up with you. I thought you was already married. You made that what? post like two, three weeks ago talking about I'm married. Yeah, I'm like, she's not married. I thought she was married this whole fucking time. I'm I'm be fucking honest with you, all right? Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I have no defense to that. I have no defense to that. But yeah, so parenthood, we're all parents. Let's shit on our children. Um, well, so I have twin three-year-old Mm-mm. kids. Uh, hard, hard pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's got to be rough. Yeah, I, I can boy, barely survive with the one. One boy, one girl. They are completely opposite. and Because they they're, they're, one's a boy and one's a girl? Yeah. Pretty much. So and one wears glasses, one doesn't. No, that might happen though. I they're prone to glasses. They're prone to eye difficulties, <laughs> as far as genetics. But they, um, they get that from their mama's side. 
no <laughs> it's this their their bifocal daddy but um <laughs> um they're great i i actually really really enjoy being a parent i never wanted to be a parent i always thought that i would be a rich traveling auntie mm. and um, we, we all we all wish to be a rich traveling auntie i know yep. right and i still <laughs> wish to be a rich traveling auntie but um yeah kids are great parenthood is great um i haven't talked to you since you became a dad how was that going it's up and down honestly um like today um so recently, like maybe two weeks ago, we switched her from a crib to big girl bed because she did a great escape. <laughs> she was just standing in her crib one day during nap. She had piglet in hand. She's like, I'm gonna do it. She climbed right over that motherfucker. I sent you the wow. video afterwards also. <laughs> so I was just like, okay. So the problem is she doesn't nap anymore at home. Because with the crib, she was like locked in. But with the bed and it being like light, she's like, oh, okay, well, what's going on over here with my toys? What's going on over here with my books? So today she was like, fuck you and a nap. And I'm like, okay. So we went to the park. We're having a good time. And she just melts down because she's tired. Uh, we're, we're eating some snacks after the park. And she just starts melting down because she's tired. You know, she's going to the bathroom like, hey, I want to take a bath. And I'm like, okay. So I give her a bath and she starts melting down because she's tired. And the moment I put her in bed, like, like one minute later, she was knocked out. Mm. So, so you yeah. have to wear her down. She was already, I don't fuck it. The darkness helps. <laughs> so right. I don't know. Being a parent is fine. Like, it's cool. Like, it's cool. Like hearing some person call you dad, dad, whatever. And, you know, seeing them grow up and learn new shit. And that's cool. But then the part that's annoying is like the having to actually be present. Mm, yeah. Also the money. Like I did the math mm. for taxes. Uh, we spent like $15,000, over $15,000 on daycare in 2022. I mean, I'm sure that number is higher for you. That's one thing I don't miss about having a young kid. And now that my son can stay home by himself, I'm glad I don't have to pay for daycare anymore. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's killer here. Like daycare is two thousand dollars for two dollars. It's a month. Insane. Yeah, yeah. That's twenty four thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it's not pretty, but it needs. So my kids, they weren't in daycare until this past Monday. They they just this past week, and um. Yeah, I kept them out for that reason because it was just so so expensive. Who was um who was watching it? I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, are we getting into territory where I have to cut stuff now? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, man, I was fucking watching them kids and working at the same time. They was paying yeah. me to watch my kids. They actually were. So I, I actually have been working from home since 2019. Um, and then when the pandemic hit, they were like, okay, well, you guys can work with your kids. And so everybody still does. Okay. Yeah. So 
they never were a problem before. They're actually only in school because I need them to have interactions with other kids. And yeah, and also you need them to get like sick. They're gonna be sick like every fucking week. Maybe. Oh, they're sick right now. So, right. Right. Yeah. Right. God damn. Petri dish. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the fucking worst, man. Uh, I remember those days. How old is your kid? 12. Oh. 11? 12? Oh. Damn, sir. Mm, they kind of just runs together on me. That's fair. My dad doesn't know how old I am either. I mean, you're a fucking whole ass adult. He not, look, look. So after 18, you just stop counting? Just stop counting? Right. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. If I ask, <laughs> if mom, if you, if I ask my mother right now how old I am, she like, shit, I don't know, what, 40? I don't know. <laughs> how, how old is Hmm. Don't like that. Uh, she's two. <laughs> okay. You, you, you know what I mean, Matt. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was gonna see if you knew off the top of your head. That's the reason why I said it. Well, that no, that part threw me the fuck off. That's I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> but um, so what's going on with these taxes? How much money you owe? Why'd you put this on the outline? Well, you're a tax professional, right? Once upon a time. <laughs> okay. Are there any new laws that I should know about? Because let me tell you my story. So I was so excited to file taxes this year because it's the first year that I don't owe the government and I have kids, right? It's not like you just got kids. I know. Well, I did. They just turned. So So I'm. This should be the third time that you filed them. Well, no, I'm. This is the first time that I don't owe. And I'm filing with them. So now I should be expected to get my full refund back, right? Yes. Maybe. I mean, well, don't say that. We don't know how much money she makes. <laughs> and I'm not asking you to tell me how much money you make. Of course not. Of course not. You know, the tax bracket you're in kind of affects that too. Yeah. That's my thing. Um, I was very curious because I was expecting the type of payday that you hear about on Facebook, you know, and everybody's talking about, oh, it's tax season, it's tax season. I've never had that experience. I've never been excited for tax season. And this was the first year that I was ever going to be excited for it. And I'm literally not getting anything back. I mean, you. so here's the disconnect with a lot of folk. Like, People don't want to hear this, but like the way the tax system is, 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 you know, like set up is to help people that don't make a lot of money. So the theory is if you make a fair amount of saying that just because you make a hundred K don't mean that you living it up because, you know, we all have like debts and shit, but like, if you make a hundred K, you don't need a $5,000 tax return as opposed to $1,000. Damn. Well, I don't make a hundred K. Well, throwing <laughs> hypothetical numbers out there. But um, I I personally feel like it's not high enough. I should have missed out on this this holiday that's coming up <laughs> for so many. I mean, just make sure you get all your stuff in there. Like, uh, oh wait, your kids went to day. St- they started daycare. This year. So yeah, I can't. 2023. Okay. Yeah. So. so you don't work in taxes anymore. No, I do something else now. Oh. I work okay. with Matt. Well, I used to work with Matt. Okay. <laughs> and Matt is not an accountant. Okay. 
far from it. So no, so I I worked at that other place for nine years, I think. One year away from getting my little certificate. Um, so no, I don't really do taxes anymore. I okay. I have an accountant degree, but any job that I apply for in the field of accounting, they reject my application because I have no experience in that. And for I don't even remember when I stopped working at that place, but I haven't done anything related to accounting in some time. Wow. Okay. Yes. But um, yeah, you you can just tell us how much you make after the show. <laughs> we'll <laughs> figure right. it out. Um, also, lastly, why is my mother on the outline? Did you see her? No, I want to know how she's doing. That's that's after the show conversation. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, she, she's not a, ca- she's not a character. She's not a full blown character right. of this show. See, I didn't know that when I made the outline. So you okay. brought it up, Chad. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, you're, you're telling me that you haven't listened to every episode of this podcast so that you know who the characters are and who's, who aren't, we could talk about Matt's mom. She's been on here. No, actually I listened to, um, I think it was 90. Yeah. Um, so, but that, oh, that's a uh, Jamaica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the young lady you guys both used to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I listened to that one, but listening to one episode doesn't give you like a full scope of like the history of the podcast and who can be mentioned or not. That's fair. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you have any questions about the podcast before we move on? Um, no, I'm just, I'm just going with the flow. Going with the flow. Well, I've got one last question for you. Sure. Didn't you used to have a podcast? Used to, I still have a podcast. <laughs> oh, you do? I've not seen advertising for it anywhere. Well, so it's my secret side project, I guess, just due to the nature of the show. Are you publishing episodes? Yes, Chad, (laughs) I'm publishing episodes. Hold on. This is is kind of funny. So, um, (laughs) yeah, I have a podcast. I have a podcast. Everybody listening. It's called Black at Work. Um, you can listen if you're not black at work, but it's, you know, it's for, it's a space, a sound off space for black people to write in and share their experiences while working. Uh, we release every week on Mondays and the show is great and it's doing actually very well. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, I, I follow this podcast. You do. I yeah. Do. And we're on iTunes or Apple uh, all Podcasts. All the places. It's streaming everywhere. Why is your why is this such a secret? Um, just because due to the nature of the show, it's just like, you know, it's like not I said, like you going on there shitting on your employer specifically, right? Well, when I started the podcast, I was. <laughs> um, well, not really, but I was just sharing some type of some experiences. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was reading the description and it says uh our co-worker wrote in and bless us with yeah it's um it's a comedic approach to the black experience in the workplace and um we we read listener letters every week so people write in what we call fuck you letters we call our listeners our co-workers and um also we do work true crime stories so yeah yeah shows doing well 
And um, yeah, I've been at this for four years now. Well, congratulations to that. I didn't know that was you. The reason I, I think I know about that podcast is because somebody put something on Reddit about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we it, it, it kind of shocks me as much as people talk about the show or people find out about the show rather. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a secret because well, it's not a secret. It's not a secret, but I'm not on there like showing my face and like, hey, it's me talking because, you know, I'm talking shit about work. So I still work and I still need my check and I don't want to be all publicizing that plus Are you, like you're, I said, you're not on youtube right our podcast yeah it's on youtube but we don't our our platform just pushes the video to youtube we don't do like video podcasts or anything like that it's just all you. audio and we really don't even pay attention to that platform maybe we should but yeah i love your reviews thank you i wish i wish we had reviews i'm just I got to read this one too. So it's like, I'm a white British woman living in the US and I love listening to the podcast and learning from y'all. This podcast helps me be better, more empathetic, supportive friend and coworker and better understanding the experience of my black friends and coworkers on a daily basis. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, yeah. I, I thought you were, I thought it was going to be funny. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you, like you were like, I have to read this. Well, I'm just saying, cause we, I want, feedback and i'm just reading all the feedback that she has gotten from the podcast thank you matt i appreciate that you, you good matt you want to you want to read another one of their reviews like what's happening here well i was trying to look for a funny one after that <laughs> i don't think there's any funny ones but um <laughs> people sure write pretty funny things into our show so um, yeah, you guys listen if you care to. <laughs> well, now now we have um, deviated here. So you know, what what is um, what has uh, growth been like for you? Um, it's been slow and steady. Um, so I got the idea for the podcast in 2018, and we recorded and put out our first episode in February of 2019. And we used to just interview people every week, like come in and share your work experience. You can go off and, you know, do all of that. Then people started getting curious and asking questions. And so we actually started vetting people to come in like professionals to answer some questions. Um, but I still wanted to keep the show funny and um, dealing with guests. It just got complicated with scheduling and just trying to keep we were getting so many letters and listener letters and so we were just like okay we're just going to read listener letters so we did that all during the pandemic and by the beginning of 2021 me and my co-hosts were both like extremely burned out because of just personal stuff that was going on in our lives and um the letters that we were getting in were just so like depressing and I'm uh I hate people say I'm an empath I'm an empath but like I tend to like so take you're on, an empath no I'm I take on certain energies from people when I 
around them. So I guess, yeah, I guess. But anyway, like a lot of that stuff that I was hearing was just really getting to me. So we took a break for 17 months. And during that time, like people kept writing in and reaching out and where are you guys? Are you guys coming back? And we genuinely did not plan on it. Um, But something you were ready to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dave Chappelle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like it was just like, okay, this is not fun anymore. Let's stop doing this. Um, But um, something happened in the summer of 2022 where we were just like, you know, let's get back out there. Cause we kept, I kept, I couldn't believe people were still reaching out. Like, where are you guys? Where are you guys? So we were like, just let's do it. And so we came back this year. We started when well, last year we started doing work true crime stories, which really took off. Like that was one of our most streamed episodes. It was like up 143% the first time we did true crime. So it was like, okay, well shit. What's, we a, some- what's a work true crimes? So have you ever heard of True Crime Podcast before? Yes. Okay, so it's us, um, but um, in a comedic way, doing that, pretty much telling the story of this crime that happened, but it's all do it's all Black people at work committing crimes. So, so. Uh, like actual crimes, like, actual well, like, crimes. like, hold up, like hard crimes, like someone was killed or like light crimes, like I stole a rim of paper. Both, both. We have had um, someone come, someone kill their manager in their apartment complex person. Somebody robbed the KFC. We did a story on um, an essay story was one of them. Essay? Um, Like a Latino? No, sexual assault. You know, you have to say trigger warning and all Ah, of that stuff. So, yeah. So we did one on that. people impersonating cops and robbing people like so so much stuff and it's so many work crimes so we incorporate that into the show so now we do listener letters one week and then the next week we do true crime and then we just alternate or we have guests so this week we have a guest and yeah just fun fun comedic approach to the black experience in the workplace Yes. Trying to figure out how can I steal all of those ideas for our podcast. There you go. Please do. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) I will say that um, our first year and a half, we were very guest heavy and that's what built our audience um, coming up. Um, Just having the guests on and they would, you know, share the show and share that they were on and we'd get more listeners just based on that. So that's what we really did to kind of build that first core audience. But I think what's kept us in is just, like I said, us being a sound off space. So whenever people get pissed off at their job, they just write us in. And I think it's like a competition now. Like people write in to see who can write the easy reads. Now it's, 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 it's enjoyable. It's entertaining. Mm. That's good. I want to be like you when I grow up. I want to have a hit podcast. Same, <laughs> same, same. Look, I'm claiming it, but you know. We out here scrapping. We over here getting our ass whipped by fucking, uh, what, what else? What's that bitch ass podcast called? Uh, I, I ain't gonna say their fucking name, uh, but <laughs> they, they got the backing of the man behind them. Right. Uh, was it Discovery or whatever? Yeah, we lost we lost out on an award to a, a podcast like sponsored by a corporation. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. The podcast game is kind of 
it's it is kind of difficult to build, build build your audience because people are so into video these days and you have to do reels and just do all of this yes. extra shit that all i'm that is just personally so fucking annoying yeah i'm just not interested in that so yeah just keep keep at it it'll I mean, it'll come it was slow for us like i said we've been at this for four years so right yeah all right scooting along uh matt why do you hate yourself <laughs> because i'm a i'm a glutton for punishment is that how that goes? <laughs> uh, yeah, I when we watched the trailer, right, we were talking about um, the new House Party remake. That's what we were. Uh, when we watched the trailer, we talked about it, and I was like, "There go LeBron fucking up our childhood movies and things mm-hmm. like that." But I was like, "I ain't got nothing going on. Let me check this movie out." This movie is fucking funny. I was surprised. Wait, what? Wait, what? I was very, very surprised. I enjoyed this movie. Excuse me? What is happening right now? That's what I said. So I had to get on to let you guys know because I shit on the trailer before. But I watched this movie. This movie is very good. Uh, wait, hold on. You know, it's good. It's a very good. No, it's very good. Not great. Very good. But one thing I did realize is that there's a lot of cameos in this movie but if you're not on social media you're not going to know who these people are well i'm not going to know who they so, are right me <laughs> <laughs> like do you know who like like social media uh comedians like uh haha davis you know who that is who Mm-mm. okay well see so yeah basically it's a lot of like social media comedians and things like that in this in this movie but it was I laughed I laughed out loud multiple times for this during this movie. Hmm. I'm actually surprised. My cousin said that I should wait till it streams. Yes. <laughs> so yes. you agree? Okay. Yes. Don't yeah. spend money on this, but see it. Yeah, see it. I mean, yeah. Don't don't rush out to see it. <laughs> but I'm saying <laughs> if if it's out there, watch it. You will have a good time. Even um, if you don't know who half the cast is. I didn't know who half the cast is. And um it's made for young people. Hmm. Like 20-year-olds, hmm. mid-20s. It's made like it's made for them. Not for our, they, our almost 40-year-old asses. I got you. No, no. But it, it was um it was as it was funny. I give them that. Like the funny um the main dude will say kid in this scenario good actor i don't know what other stuff he's been in but he's a great actor but then like of course you got silly shit in there where you know you have koala smoking weed and things like that in there it was kind of mm. but overall it was Mm, that would probably irritate me (laughs) yeah just seeing something completely in the plot like why <laughs> i mean people make their animals get high koalas i mean at, at lebron james's house i mean look i don't but know to be fair, with a koala it wasn't lebron james koala it was his neighbor's koala who got loose <laughs> he wanted to go to the party <laughs> well no he just got loose and then you know they had snoop dog and things like that um who's um what's her name <laughs> director uh never mind i can't think of her name at time but 
never mind. Forget what I just said. Um, Lena Waithe. Lena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Lena yeah. Waithe. She's on yeah. Saturday Night Live, right? Lena Waithe. Um, she's a a writer director. She wrote The Shy. Um, she was right. in Master of None. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she was she, on. She, she's yeah. got Saturday Night Live tabs, right? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Okay. But I say all that just because she was in the sea smoking with the koala. Okay. <laughs> but yes, it was very surprising I um, that this movie was actually funny. Um, if we was rating it, I'll give it a three out of five stars. Okay, that's pretty good. And I think she was in um, Ready Player One, too. Yeah, she yes. was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. I liked her season on uh, Master of None. Mm-hmm. I only saw the first season. That ep- the episode they won was that an Emmy? Yeah, for, for that, Thanksgiving that one episode. Episode, Thanksgiving. yeah, yeah. She yeah. that she wrote that one. Yeah. But yeah, so if you want want to check it out, go ahead and check it out. And sure. the last, are you still going, Chad? Oh no. And the last topic I wanted to address was modern day pirates. Um, you think, you know, mostly everything that needs to be discovered has been discovered. But I read this article to where newly released map from World War II has directed people to, uh, for, for a $19 million fortune in, in booty for, uh, treasure and uh, from world war ii that the nazis uh, had so they released this map um and then the treasure said to contain coins jewelry gems other valuable valuables estimated to be worth 19 million dollars i mean so now every that specifically that's technically spoils of war right so even if you recovered it the descendants are still alive for who they stole that from Oh, is that the rules? This ain't pirate rules. I found it. It's mine. It's different. <laughs> Go from like the like the fifteen hundreds, like whatever. Like that's within people's lifetimes that are still alive that the Nazis were stealing shit from. Well, yeah, that's true. But now they're telling people to not go for it because I guess the air that is out is um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It hasn't been um. Basically, still got bombs and landmines and, sh- and ah. shit like that around it from the wartime. So they're uh, they're telling people, "Hey, do not go because you know there's still active landmines and things like that." So course, we need somebody know, like are... we need somebody like James Cameron with his own personal submarine to go out there. No, it's in it's on land. Oh, oh, yeah. Even even better, well, we get a hovercraft. Hey, yeah, just get a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How would you get this? A hovercraft because it, it's gonna hover on the on the ground and, and not trigger the bomb. I was thinking dogs can sniff out uh certain stuff. Can dogs sniff out a, a landmine? So you know where not to go. Yeah, bomb sniffing dog. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's gonna get a, a bomb sniffing dog, so then they'll tell you which way to go. So you say so safety was a treasure map in St. Louis and that you found on the internet. Would you go for it if it was nineteen million dollars worth of stuff? 
Depends on what part of St. Louis that treasure is in. <laughs> That's true. You're right. You're right. We'll say St. Charles. Mm, I'm black. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> it's, it's some parts in St. Charles I should not be going to. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll, we'll say it's in uh, Kenlock. It's some parts in, in that area I shouldn't be going to either, <laughs> even though I am black. <laughs> All right. We'll just, we'll never dad in the middle. We'll say Hazelwood. <laughs> You might make it in Hazelwood. I like how you said might. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting kind of rough down there. Right, it's tricky there too. Have you guys seen Aladdin? Which one? The first one. The uh, animated one? Mm-hmm. The cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So I would get it kind of how like Jafar did Aladdin, how he kind of made him go into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> like go in there and get that 19 million for me i got yeah. you fam i got i got yeah. a fence lined up i got you i'll give you like a million when you come out no you, you can't you gotta you gotta uh twist the words and stuff like you'll get what you deserve <laughs> oh right. yeah 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 yeah. you'll be handsomely rewarded yes for your efforts yes yeah um so I last week I was talking about how I was really excited about playing that um, Gotham Knights video game that I got from the library. And um, when I watch a movie, like um, I always say a one star movie is a movie that made me like fucking angry. Like I'm watching it and I just can't stop being mad. And I got that playing this game, which is rare. Like I'm playing it and I'm just getting mad because I'm like <sighs> fighting shouldn't be this bad. Like this is the same studio that made the um the last couple Batman games. And like fighting is was so fluid and so many games copied the fighting mechanics of that going forward that they like, we're about to reinvent the wheel. And like the game just doesn't feel good. And like the first mission is like, all right go to the uh the police department and we're gonna sneak in i'm like bet so like the overworld map showed me how to get there i'm like okay. wait hold on real quick which character were you i chose batgirl because <laughs> supposedly she's supposed to be closest to batman okay and i get to the police station and i'm looking i'm looking at the front door and i'm like like a door that i can like interact with so i go up to it and i can't interact with it and i'm like okay I'm like, oh, maybe I need to go around back. So I'll, I'll go to, I'll walk around to the back of the building and like, you can't interact with that door. And the map said, asshole, go to the police station. And I'm like, I'm at the police station. How the fuck do I get in? So go I look through a vent. <laughs> no. So I look on YouTube and there's a two minute video on how to get in. And all the comments are like, this is the first fucking mission of the game. Why did I have to look at this? This this video's got like millions of views and everybody's like, fuck this game. So you, what you got to do is you got to go to the roof of the police station, right? You got to go up there. You got to go around some vents and then you got to hop down into a side alley, right? And then if you go through that side alley, there's an underground garage. So you're going to go in the underground garage and then you got to pop back up into the police station. Of course, man, you can't have these vigilantes walking through the front door of the police station. <laughs> that look that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I played a little like a little bit more and then I was just like, 
fuck th- i can't do this yeah that would have made me so mad i would have never played that again because right. that was really fucking dumb yes yes like they're <laughs> like oh, don't don't let the police catch you and i'm like cool like the last batman games once more go standard on like sneaking through like you up in the raptors and shit you want to like hop down snatch a motherfucker and pull them up and hang them from like the the, the ceiling you can and like in this one like it just felt so clunky like sneaking around i'm like what what is this what were y'all thinking when y'all made this game this is ass this game is ass so don't play that game is ass mm. that is my rating ass a for ass <laughs> um also i binged a show on netflix which is rare for me because i don't really watch a lot of tv these days i watch a lot of movies even stuff that's not for the show but um, yeah, so I watched a show called Pressure Cooker on Netflix, eight episode. It's a cooking show kind of like Top Chef, where uh, it's like 11 chefs. They're, they're living in a, in a Netflix studio apartment, right? And when I say studio, I don't mean like one room. I mean, like it's a set. And um, the gimmick of this one is like, for the most part, they're voting each other out. So like they'll do like these team competitions and then like somebody on the show will not have to cook that week and then they'll blindly taste the food like they won't know who made it and then they'll rank it. Mm-hmm. And so for them, that aspect is cool. But the part that was annoying me was that they didn't do enough cook offs. Like there was a situation where like two people had to cook breakfast for everybody and then everybody else judged the breakfast. And that's how that person went home. For the most part, they had them actually vote people out. And so, like, it was the tug of war of some people want to play the game of this food was bad. I'm kicking you out versus other people that want to be like, this person is a good cook. I want to vote them out so that it's easier for me to win. So, like, there was like a tug of war there with a lot mm-hmm. of the contestants so, so it's like a cooking survivor kind of but the people weren't playing everybody wasn't playing it like survivor mm. some <clears> people <throat> playing by the rules other people are not right so i don't know like something that was kind of neat was that like a villain would pop up on the show where you'd be like fuck that character and then <laughs> within three episodes they'd be voted out so it kept moving you know it kept moving in a way that won't make you keep watching which is why i benched it in one day how many episodes eight i highly oh, okay. recommend it it's a good time. i like cooking shows that's like one of my favorite things to watch last thing um so i went to the movies last night and i saw a man called auto starring tom hanks have either of you heard of this no i have not so it's based off a book called a man named uva uh written by frederick bachman <clears throat> it's a swedish writer and it's a really popular book. Um, I've not read that one, but I've read um, w- one of his other books. And basically, it's, a, it's checking the boxes off, running the mill. It's like uh, Tom Hanks plays the crotchety old man in the neighborhood. New people move in and hit, you know, they melt his icy exterior. Um, but it it has Tom Hanks, so it's like automatically elevated, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Not re- we're not reinventing the wheel. We're checking the boxes. 
you're gonna cry by the end of the movie it's a really good time does don't, he die at the end or you can't spoil it <laughs> oh no, it's in the instant theaters so don't spoil it no i'll spoil it yes he does die at the end. Oh, okay <laughs> but like <laughs> his 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 character's an old man like there's no other way this is gonna end for him (laughs) so like that's where the crime's coming from but it's a solid story like don't run out to see it but when it hits streaming check it out yeah all right so we've got a couple of ancillary things to touch on um we all watched the trailer for scream six um dana what were your thoughts on it I am not interested in it. Um, I I already feel like I know what the plot is just by the the um the trailer that we watched. And I was already annoyed that it was taking them so long to like shoot him or they had a had to say a line like stop right there you're not gonna do this to me anymore in third grade just shoot him like i just (laughs) that's gonna annoy me so i would like to ask have you ever seen a horror movie are you kidding me oh my we're just checking the boxes here okay so the type of horror that i do you guys know who rob zombie is Yes. yes so you you like gruesome shit yes walking i mean um not walking so, dead jesus <clears throat> so i know so i clearly picked the wrong movie for her then matt yes uh-huh. yes you did yeah you might be back soon okay all right but yeah i like i like like that sort of stuff only because to me it's it's way more, it's really for like high schoolers the scream movie you know like uh, coming to get us we're so pretty we're made up in our heels and like we're walking through this door and we're gonna get stabbed but we're screaming and we're so pretty we're gonna die like that's like um more for like mainstream I like the stuff that they won't show you you know (laughs) (laughs) we're laughing because you're shitting on us but please continue oh I'm sorry is this guys is this like you guys' favorite movie were you waiting on this really bad no, but we, we like Scream. Oh, okay. Well, I I liked it in high school. I I don't care for Scream. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. I'll be in the minority. I fucks with Scream. Okay. Well, I'm excited for you that a new <laughs> oh love Scream that for is you. coming out. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, give well, me the gruesome stuff. All right. So Dana's not going to see it opening weekend. What are your thoughts, Matt? I agree. I don't. I mean, I was excited. I was like, oh, Jenna Ortega's in it. I was like, oh, she's in it. But it's it's kind of like the run of the mill. I'm not a big horror fan. Like, I have no problem watching horror, but, like, I'm not checking for horror movies. And, and like, the longer these movies go on, the less I'm interested in it in a sense of, like, we can't do Friday 13th because I wasn't on that. But I'm like, I'm not waiting or I'm not waiting, like, the longer this series goes on, I'm like, it doesn't get better to me. Mm-hmm. And when what's this is six now of Scream, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to it's just gonna be the same thing with new characters. Um, I know people are upset that uh Neff Campbell's not in it. I say good. Of, oh, well, they they are talking about they want to boycott it because 
you can't have a scream without Neff Campbell and he was like she was baby. in like two fucking business seconds of the last one. Hey man, they said they need to they need to give her uh, her money and that they trying to boycott it, but it's just <laughs> I don't care either way. Uh, <laughs> was it the girl that was with Jenna Ortega? Was she in the previous ones? Yeah, that was her sister. She, she so, so her she came she came home with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend was old dude from the boys. Not ringing a bell. We I just saw, we just saw this movie, man. Right, and we reviewed it. We talked about a bumps, a shitty memory. You know the Navy. You know military. Right. You, you, you you went you went to uh you went to high school with her. I got you. Right, right. So I mean, if you were like, hey, we're going to review this movie, I'd be like, I right, I'll watch it. But if we're not, I probably won't watch this. Well, at least not now. Maybe like if I'm bored, I'm like, oh. Let me see what that screen movie was talking about. Noted. It was interesting that he had a gun this time. Yeah, they're, they're, like the whole thing of Scream is like, you know, shaking up the formula of horror. Mm. And so you're not expecting that. I mean, but isn't a, a horse dead beaten with that? Like, it's just, it's been so many screams, just like it's been so many michael meyer movies like they're running that into the ground too i mean they technically well not technically they rebooted it <laughs> but is, isn't this the difference isn't the character different like scream and, yeah and scream is is a different person in every movie right right because so, the only thing i did notice that the mask is like not a new mask it's right. like run down and rusted and things like that right so i mean maybe it's a character from the first movie that has turned bad. Maybe it's Dewey. <laughs> the one they killed in the last movie. Yeah. That, that would be funny. See, I do remember some characters. <laughs> you So you did not go to school with him. That's why you remember. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. So one other trailer I want to talk about is, uh, well, it's not even really a trailer, but uh, I guess it's more of a teaser, but it's Power Rangers, the Power Rangers 30th anniversary special. And I wanted to go down this list. So I want to talk about who's not in this. This is Mighty Morphin. So, you know, you had the back in the day, you had the original six and then you had three more, right? Uh-huh. Dana? I did watch the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but I only know Amy. Fair enough. So she's not in it. <laughs> That's what I was going to get at. So Amy Jo Johnson or Kimberly, she's not going to be in this special. And she made a tweet about it. And it kind of feels like they didn't give her enough money, which is why she's not in it. Um, Obviously, Trini and Tommy aren't in it because they passed away. And then good old Jason David Frank. Wait, wait, no, wait, no, that's Tommy, right? Yeah, uh, you're thinking of Frank, Frank, well, the, the Red Ranger, that, the guy that played Jason. He's not yeah. gonna be in it because I'm not sure if you guys remember, but he got indicted for um, CARES Act fraud. You know that COVID money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he he got indicted for that. So he's not gonna be. In it. Got a pandemic check. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. 
But uh, everybody else is back. So you got Billy, Zach, I, Adam, Aisha, Rocky, Catherine, the original voice of Alpha and Rita. All cool. I really wish they would have done this eight months ago or whatever for, for Tommy to be in this. But it wouldn't have been the 30th anniversary. I know, but I'm saying like at least film that shit earlier. I mean, I just wish because he's like besides him and um, what's the black one's name? Zach. Zach. Be- to me, like those are the only ones I've seen that has constantly yeah. throughout these years been putting on for Power Rangers and the cons and these YouTube videos and things I, like that. But I, Aisha is big on it too. But I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to shit on the sister, but th- that's all she got. Hey, see, I mean. Well, look at Zach too, but I just think like it would have it will mean more if if uh Tommy was there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, am I the only person that watched Velma this week? Mm-hmm. Yes, I completely forgot about that. So it's wait, wait, Chad, did it get better? It, uh, my soul is drained, y'all. Like this show is so fucking bad. Like the third episode, it got me. It, it, I chuckled like a couple times at the like very beginning, but as it went on, I'm like, "What? What are we doing here, y'all? What? What? Are, why? Why are we doing this, y'all?" And then the fourth episode, like, so I'm I was I watched three and four at work, and the fourth episode, you were in the first episode. They were like, "Oh yeah, nowadays these shows they just want to show nudity and shit, right?" The fourth episode is um, they realize that the serial killer is targeting quote unquote hot girls at the high school. And so they task Velma with making a top five list of the hottest girls at the school so that they can give them a protection detail. And so all these girls at the high school are trying to entice her to show her that they're hot. And I'm like, I don't want animated high school age cartoon women or women cartoon girls on my on my cell phone screen at work and they're doing all these sexually suggestive things and i'm like these characters are supposed to be in high school what are we doing show i go back to what i said before is who is this who's the the show i have no idea man this is what are we doing like people are not like it's not high school. I don't think it's, well, maybe it's high school, like maybe like some seniors, some 17, 18 year olds. Maybe that's the audience. So I'm like, the kids, you know, the sexuals, the blood and everything. So kids are not watching it and it's not funny for adults. So I'm like, I don't know who the target audience is supposed to be for this. I I wish I could tell you, but um, I, I, I might be out. I'm I, I, tired. I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing this. It's just. Well, I definitely, I, I told you, I, I'm gonna watch it. I want to see what uh, what what is what is talking about. <sighs> it, it's talking about shit. <laughs> um, did you watch Last of Us, Dana? No. I thought you said you was gonna watch it for us. I was gonna try. I'm a busy mom in life. <laughs> that's 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 true. And Man, I have, you like. You you just got that fucking wife job, all right? He shouldn't <laughs> he, look. You still in orientation, okay? <laughs> no, I I actually really did run out of time though, but um, 
I'm more than happy to hear you talk about it, Chad. Do you play video games at all? I do. Or are you familiar with the game? Or are you are you an Xbox person? I'm not. I'm a okay. PlayStation person. Okay. So are you from? Are you okay? So. No, I have not played Last of Us. Okay. Uh, Matt, why don't you go since I talked about Velma first? All right. Where do I start? The beginning. Um, Your relationship with the series. My relationship with the series is uh, we on good terms. We on good terms. (laughs) Um, I played the first one, played the second one. Um, This show is great. Um, I haven't played the games in I don't know how long. It I'm remembering. Oh, this was in the game, and then like the beginning where he's carrying his daughter, and then the guy in the military stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I know exactly what's about to happen. So then they do it, and then I'm like, when I I played this game, fine, no problem. There was no crying, no things like that. As I'm wondering what was going to happen when they shoot the when the daughter's bleeding, I feels I'm getting emotional and he's cold there as she's dying and things. I'm just like, why am I why am I getting emotional about the cry? I knew that was about to happen. <laughs> um, but no, I enjoyed it. Um, and then like once I got done watching it, somebody put in um, I seen a clip on YouTube of the game and the tv show and how like it was the same and everything and i was like oh yeah that's right i forgot this stuff but no so far i'm loving this i'm loving this show yeah um 100 agree like uh i played the first game like right when i got my ps4 i don't remember when i got my ps4 but i remember um groupon they had like oh give us $20 $20 and you can have that we'll get we'll send you a game code for it and instead of emailing me the game code they mailed it to me so I have to wait like extra time for that game code to get there but I remember playing it and I really enjoyed it and then with the sequel I got um Samantha got that for me like as a you're about to be a father gift a fucked up gift to give somebody when our child won it's born was born in a pandemic and two this this equal is about like a daughter trying to reconcile with the loss of her father mm. so i'm playing the sequel with my child on my chest because she's sleep in 2020 during a pandemic and i'm like opening um fucking uh drawers and shit like uh looting a place that has been abandoned because of this pandemic that they're living in in this game i'm like mm. <laughs> my head was all fucked up but no man I, I i agree this show's amazing like i knew what to expect i knew that you know um the daughter was going to die but i really appreciate how like they So I had this conversation with somebody else and it's like a lot of the times when we have like adaptations of where there's like a movie, a book to a movie or a video game to a movie or a TV show there, they only like take the, they, it's only the same in name only. 
And then they decide to like make their own story from it. And like, I appreciate how, while they did change things at the core, this is all the same thing. So like, yes, we spent 30 minutes getting to know the daughter when in the game, that time that you, that you know her is like minutes before yeah. like things get kicked off. So like they build and you get that connection with the daughter. And then like when shit goes down, you're like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Like, obviously we know what's going to happen because we played the game. And like when they get in the car and I'm like, I know that they did not just fucking take this almost scene from scene from the game. Like the attention to detail and like the lines were spot on and like the delivery of the lines too. And like, I'm watching this, like when I first played the first game, I wasn't a parent and like, I knew it was, I knew she was going to die, but when she died and he's, he's cradling her and he's like, I know baby girl, I know. And I'm like, I can't stop crying right now because like (laughs) ever since I became a parent, anything to do with a father and their daughter, specifically a father and their daughter, it, it, it crushes me. Like I can't handle it. So yeah, like the stuff in the future, or I guess the present, with um, I really I was really kind of not feeling the casting of Ellie. But, yeah, at the beginning uh, when they when they first announced her, yeah, yeah, but now she's like kicking ass in the role, and it's just like I like her instantly, and I'm really looking forward to see you know where the show goes, change what they don't change. I really finale, you know, like how in this premiere we spent thirty minutes with the daughter before we jump to the future. Uh-huh. I really hope that in the, we spend like 20 minutes with Abby before we jump to the stuff uh, at the hospital. That's it. Mm. Okay. I mean, mm. we did have a flashback with her in the sequel. So right, like, right. if we set that up and then like, it would hit even harder when she's, when she finds her dad. Right. So, so, I mean, they've had time. Like, I could see this show going three seasons. Like, season two is the second game, and then they do a third season with maybe her adventures with that kid. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Wait, what? Oh, wait, what kid? Abby's kid. Well, not not kid, but that kid that Abby teamed up with. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, good show. Looking forward to seeing where this goes. But that takes us see, to this. Res- see Resident Evil? That's how you do an a, adopt, a, a to Gabe adoption. What you did, I don't know what you did. See Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. <laughs> but we have see to wait Walking Dead? Oh, wait. wait you, don't, you don't like Walking Dead? Well, the game sucked. But... Oh, I mean, that's, that's the flip side. Yeah. That's the flip side. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, that takes us to this week's review of Call Me. Miss Cleo. Warning, a psychic reading can be powerful and life-altering. Call me now. 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 You realize that your life is not ever going to be the same. Miss Cleo was a psychic advisor, and she read tarot cards. If anyone watched TV after midnight, you knew who Miss Cleo was. The best entertainment I could possibly imagine. She had such a presence. They didn't just want to hear about the future. They wanted what she gave. She gave you the truth. 
but not everyone had the same experience. Dana, if you were to describe this movie, this documentary in a couple words, how would you describe it? Hmm. Interesting information that I didn't know. Hmm. And I don't know. It was just interesting. It was just interesting. I actually really like documentaries. So I was all in with this one. Well, why don't you tell us your thoughts? Well, um, so you probably don't know about this, but you're psychic. I am. No, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. I'm not psychic, but I am an astrologer and um, I don't do tarot, though, but those worlds kind of blend a little bit. So I hear a lot about this type of stuff and I was just blown away at how stupid consumers are like there's no way that I saw any of those commercials as a child and was like that's real that those are real (laughs) testimonials I'm gonna call I'm gonna call that number and speak directly to that lady like even as a child that never even registered to me so it was like mind-blowing that so many people were getting scammed out of hundreds, thousands of dollars, thinking that they were going to talk to Miss Cleo. But I also was surprised uh, to find out that she had a whole lot to do with it. In fact, she was in her own super bad contract. Um, so learning about that was super interesting. But what was really intriguing is the fact that nobody really knew anything about her like even the people that were her friends and her Mm -hmm. lovers I don't even think she told them the truth so my husband and I actually watched it together and we were just kind of sitting there like she lied to that lady she lied to that lady like they're all like piecing together a story about her life and nobody really knows where she came from and I just thought that was so fascinating because I mean I'm I have a social media presence but like I think it's just dope as hell if somebody can live in like secrecy and privacy and and nobody know anything about them. You can't even Google them. You don't know anything where they came from or anything like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And I thought it was interesting that she ended up passing away from cancer when she previously lied about having cancer. So I kind of thought that was kind of poetic in in a sense that there was ended up being her demise but I thought it was really good um I love documentaries I love learning new stuff and that was a totally different world that I didn't even know people were getting man I did not like this at all (laughs) no I was I didn't like it because this didn't feel like it feel like they didn't do enough research on this. Mm-hmm. A, they used video of a other documentary that she was in for this one. Must deceased man. Well, I'm just saying, but then you only you only did you only interviewed her friends, her godson, like her people on her side, like throw in some people who got scammed. One thing was was I did not know was like like she said was I didn't know. 
people were getting scammed out here. I didn't know about the whole lawsuits and things like that. But, like, on the opposite, I did not like how they could not find where she was at, where she was from. Because you do a whole documentary and you're trying to figure this stuff out and, like, nobody knows. But then we never found out. So nobody still doesn't know where she actually is from and all this other stuff. She's from California, man. Sure. Sure. <laughs> or birth certificate says. Or St. Louis. Who knows? Right. Right. Or, right. Or St. Right. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> but um I overall I didn't like it. And then like um I wish they would have got more into the was it the, the psychic network people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dove more into them because like I guess people, maybe people's perception that Miss Cleo's a con. Documentary is a sure. No, she's not a con. These people were behind it, and plus, she didn't get no money out of it. She was just a nice person, and blah 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 blah. I wish they would have got more into um, the promoter Stephen Fetter and Peter Stoltz, because like when they was doing the money stuff and how much that they, they settled and how much they uh, they. they got $1 billion from these people, customers calling for this. They only had, okay, they got $1 billion. They erased thing of that, and they only had to pay $5 million fine. Yeah. Which is crazy. This, but, this goes back to that tax conversation we had earlier. Right. But I still, I would have liked them to put some more, I shouldn't say effort. I don't know how much effort they put in. <laughs> I wish they would have done more, got more people who wasn't just her friends or like her lovers and things like that. The funniest part of this documentary to me was when Raven Simone was like, you know, uh, she's like, did they <laughs> did they go to jail for this? They didn't go to jail? They own a jail? Was, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why was she on this? So that's my thing. Like the the first it was Raven Simone. And I was like, what in the fuck is happening right now? What I, 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 was trying to, I thought they were gonna explain her connection, but they never really explained her connection to her, just the simple fact that she portrayed a psychic on the show. Like, yeah. did the did the documentary even show the title of the of the documentary? Like, you know how in movies they'll like have a little intro with some some talking heads, and then they'll be like call me miss cleo like did they even say the name of this fucking documentary i think i saw it on the screen once when they first came on okay so i'm with matt i didn't like this shit either like my thing is like i went into this documentary hoping to not hear about the scam like the scam stuff was interesting and i feel for the people that were scammed i personally as a kid thought that if you called that number you would talk to her but like I'm like I'm a fucking kid. I I don't need to know my future. I don't need to. I, I don't need to my day being brought down. But right. I'm like I like. Did y'all know she has two kids? No, see that wasn't in the documentary. So I do agree with you guys that it was a lot missing. Yeah. But Wait, what? Or not to cut you off. Sorry. Go ahead. I did not know she. And they probably didn't so want why, anything to do with this why documentary. You, okay. I was like, why would you interview them? Like, I would like to hear from them. Right. How did you but, find uh, out she had two kids? Sorry. I, spoilers, I busted my ass trying to find some trivia for this goddamn movie. 
Like this, this is gonna be real fucking lean this week. But she's got two kids. Well, I I still liked it because I think that because she lived a life in privacy, I think that what we know about her is all we're gonna know in life documentary. So, so have you seen that movie, The Prestige? Uh, she has two daughters, by the way, and um, she's been divorced. She got divorced when she's like 21. Um, so in The Prestige, uh, a character basically has this monologue about how like you need to performer, you need to live your character, even if that's not you. Like if your character is somebody with a limp, you do not leave that house without that cane, you know? Like you have to like play into what the audience thinks of you in public in order to be an effective character. In and wrestling, so, they said you have to right. live the gimmick. Like even back in the day when we all as kids we believed wrestling was real and you had the good guys and the bad guys. The the bad guys couldn't ride in the same cars as the good guys. They couldn't be in a restaurant even though they was friends in real life because with a fan scene, the good guy and what if they seen Hulk Hogan at Waffle House with Sergeant Slaughter or something like that, then you had to live live the gimmick. Right. So like she she believed in that and like more power to you. It just makes a shit documentary, in my opinion. <laughs> like I don't like when we think of if somebody were to say to you, I love documentaries, where can I go to get to watch a good, solid, well-rounded documentary? What's the first thing that pops into your mind? Cocaine Cowboys. No, not the name of a documentary, like a oh. platform. <laughs> um, I like to watch mine on Amazon Prime. Ew. <laughs> What's wrong with Amazon Prime? If I also me, like YouTube. If me and Matt were like, hey, we're going to film some shit and string it together, Amazon Prime would post it. They don't give a fuck you have on that's there. that's true i'm talking about like the you know the, the actual not the hood movies <clears> and the the, <throat> the shit that regular ass people write and the the publish. shit that they somebody filmed on an iphone literally not right. that <laughs> right. so for me if i think of like quality doc think of hbo hbo yeah. has been a gold standard for decades and not only quality like um scripted um television shows but uh documentaries as well and i don't feel uh, like this quick. is hmm? well what's uh when you think of hbo documentaries what's the first one you come up what's the first one you remember watching um that are, are you talking about real sex <laughs> what <laughs> kind of close do, was, do, do you I, not I, know I, what real sex is who me yeah I'm a child that grew up in the 90s. Of course, I know what real sex Okay, you sounded <laughs> astonished when I said, uh, you talking about the cat house one, Matt? I mean, I, I was just wouldn't pep, think up, hose down. <laughs> the, the, the one about pips. I always think of, that's like my first real watching a documentary was pimps up, hose down. Just talk about pips. That's always remember. Okay. But yes, it was a good, it, it was a good one on HBO. Um, yeah, like I don't feel like this is the quality, the standard of quality of an HBO documentary, in my opinion. Like, this feels like something that you would find on an. Uh, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dana, <laughs> but this is not quality in my opinion. Well, I still liked it just because I found out stuff about her that I didn't know before. And I think that's the purpose of a documentary. What else would you have wanted to know about? Like, what questions did you still feel like were unanswered? Um, I, I, I wanted to know about her. Like, I went into it thinking, it's called Call Me Miss Cleo, not the psychic um, friends scam. So in that regard, I'm thinking that we're going to talk about her early life. Like, we, we, we uncovered some stuff. Here were her parents. She's got a brother and sister, maybe. Here are her kids. They chose, they asked not to be part of this, but um, they were taken. Here's a photo of them taken in the courthouse. And since this is in a courthouse, we can legally show a picture of them. Like shit like that. I want to know about her. I wanted, I wanted to know more about her, like her doing the psychic readings. I know they said that they normally, correct me if I'm wrong. She did do, when some people did call, they did get her. But majority of everybody else got the regular people, right? Right. Or she didn't do none. No, she did some, right? So, like, I want to, like, see more of her. Because from what they were saying, she does have some kind of ability. So I would like to see, like, talk about how she did it. I know the rest was going down a script and stuff. But, yeah. Not yeah yet. I thought my my understanding was that she was like in a studio recording it and she was taking calls but I don't know if they were like Real on that calls? same 1-800 number that everybody else was calling I got you but yeah well I I liked it because um like I said I kind of admired her ability to keep most of her life secret like that was one of the things I actually liked about that I was like oh shit they can't find anything out about this bitch like that's crazy like so it literally allowed allowed my imagination to run wild about actually really who she is and I just I don't know for me I'm okay with not knowing yeah so I I liked it because I left it with information that I did not have before that's fair yeah yeah we did we did get that yeah i didn't know about the court stuff and things like that yeah so what do you guys think the rotten tomato score is on this movie i'm i go with a 65 (laughs) what'd you say dana i'm pretty sure it got super low right (laughs) no idea a low rating Whatever that is. Throw a number at me. Hmm. So Rotten Tomatoes, the lower you go, it means the, the the worst it is or the best it is, right? Worst. So I think it may be a, like a 35. 50%. Oh, okay. Right on the, right on the line. But okay. the audience, go, oh, wait a minute. This has a 50% on the tomato meter with six reviews. <laughs> <laughs> uh six <laughs> critics reviewed this the audience score has a 36 percent. damn yeah it's I, not yeah yeah so i was like i said i'm scrapping for fucking um trivia this week so, i wonder who gets paid for this documentary for her since she's no longer with us she has two kids oh wait well he just because they didn't want to be in it like they, i feel like hmm hmm I mean, they didn't use new footage of her, like any, like they used like archived footage. 
so that might be like a little loophole. Hmm. Now that's a question I want answered. Like, who's giving Miss Cleo's money at this point? Who is acquiring her debt? That too. <laughs> so, uh, question of the week: Does the Psychic Friends Network still exist today? A. Yes. B. No. C. Yes, but under different name. Or D, no, but they changed their name and then the new company failed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with D. <laughs> I was going to go with D too. Um, what was the set? The first one you said that they changed the name? Um, yes, no, or they changed the name. As in, yes, they still exist, but the name's different. All right, I wasn't going with D, but now I'll go with that one now. So that's the answer. Now there are the peer-to-peer network. So basically, they're doing shit over Zoom. Wow. And <clears throat> they're wow. still going today. You know, it's it's crazy to me that people seek psychics. Um, it, if, if you're ever like in a situation where you are needing the answers and stuff, the last thing you should go is looking for it. Because, you know, a lot of these people are scammers. Yes. A lot of them are, but some of them are legit. And the ones would tell you like, hey, don't, you know, pay all these people to tell you about your life. So here's my question. One thing I I thought about was uh, like, we should have had like maybe a therapist on here for this Mm -hmm. episode. Because the reason I thought about this is when they were talking about how the people just want somebody to talk to and help them out and things like that. And I was like, oh, that's just like a therapist. But uh, so I wonder, no, I don't, I'm not comparing therapists to the psychic con people, but a lot of times you want somebody to, or if you, like she said, or they said, these people are at their low moments Mm -hmm. and they're just looking for somebody to listen to them, quote unquote, guide them and things like that. Basically a therapist, but these people are just regular people reading from a script. So I don't know, but I, I do get what you're saying. Like at the end of the day, a lot of people just want, you know, to be pushed along on a, on us, you know, to just to know that they're doing their shit right or wrong, get a little guidance. Yeah. Right. Is that a, it's like somebody from no, probably, probably won't see again. So it's okay. Right. Um, so have either of you never done like a going to a psychic or done tarot readings? I no, am I a tarot not. reader. <laughs> no, I'm my own tarot reader. Like I have my own deck. I don't read people, but like if I, you know, want to draw a card to see like, you know, the energies for the day or whatever, I'll do that for myself. Okay. I've never done it either. It's something I would do. Just something so I can say I've done it, you know? This literally should be everybody's approach. Um, I would never seek out a reader to be just because I'm in a desperate situation and I need answers. Like, that's the wrong way to ever try to get a message from whatever you believe in, if anything. So definitely don't go out trying to find a psychic. Yeah, I am a skeptical person. So like, I would... like. At the end of the day, I'm just like, this person is just like reading me. And so like, I would try and do shit to like throw them off. 
Mm-hmm. Like I'd go in there wearing my wedding ring and not go in there with my wife and be like, <laughs> we want our reading, please. <laughs> All right, let me do this trivia dump. Um, in 2015, Ask Miss Cleo, um, her name was Yuri Harris, I believe, uh, appeared in a series of advertisements for General Mills breakfast cereal, French Toast Crunch. The Psychic Readers Network sued on the basis that they owned the character of Miss Cleo, and the advertisements were shortly after discontinued. So they basically own this lady's face and persona, character, likeliness, all of that. I mean, I wouldn't say face, but like she was, she was portraying the character of Miss Cleo. And since Miss Cleo is not actually her, you know. Yeah, so they own the character. I yeah. The the commercial for Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Miss Cleo is available on YouTube if you want to check it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually interested in seeing like what what does Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Miss Cleo have to do with one another? Um, she can see it, how much cinnamon is going to be in that box, probably. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were stopping the show to watch it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'll look at it later. So Dana, it's been really nice catching up with you. Um, didn't realize we hadn't hung out in 10 years because I thought it was a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been nice. Thanks, uh, Chad, for inviting me on. Look, I'm yeah. sorry. It was a dark time for me, okay? <laughs> it definitely was. I I remember something very funny happening that night. Oh, what happened? Do tell about my shitty love life. I don't remember, (laughs) but I just remember her. Actually, you guys were being mean to each other. So she was a a bitch, not not good person. But (laughs) I remember. I just remember that um, you guys were just not. uh, We weren't getting along. we, We weren't gelling. So yeah. 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 And that happened. Do you remember when um, we went Black Friday shopping? We did. We did. Tell me more. (laughs) Well, it was you and your mom. Okay. And me, Joe, and Joe's partner. Okay. Um, And we were out, we were standing in line at Target. Joe had bought a Kindle and I think you guys were talking about getting like some video games or something but I remember that night because your mom kept me in the line because she was so funny and she was definitely our entertainment for the night just my mother of the media she definitely is and she just made the night way enjoyable like way more enjoyable than hanging out with you guys so I mean that's fine that's fine <laughs> I, I, that's that's kind of coming back kind of yeah 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 so yeah okay. it's been a long long time but it's been really nice catching up yeah um, do you want to plug your stuff before we roll out or no um well I told you guys about the podcast um I don't talk about the podcast on my regular social media so don't go there for that um <laughs> anything before we roll out mm, no 
Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if you Moment guys want of mystery, thank you. Follow me on Instagram. It's Dana on Wednesday, and I'm actually Dana on Wednesday on all platforms. I'm even on YouTube, talking fashion. Um, I do vegan cooking on TikTok. I just do a lot of stuff. So, are you vegan? I am. Well, I eat vegan food. I'm not vegan. Okay. Because you know, people get really mad if you you say that and, and you still have leather bags and furs. And- right. Cause yeah, I, I didn't want to be offensive because I made some fucking salmon and shrimp fried rice today and I had egg all up in that shit. Like I'm a fucking like monocle wearing like um millionaire. Yeah, I don't hate eat your carcasses. That's you know on you well, and your body. Your well, I'm talking about the system. eggs because you know that's shit like six dollars a carton. I know that's a rich meal. I know, I know. <laughs> Might as well have put some gold in it. <laughs> But thank you so much for listening. Please. Yes. Re- what? No, no, not you. No, <laughs> I thought you were saying thank me, Dana. No, thank no, no, you, no. Chad, for having thank, me. Thank you, Dana, for coming on. I, I feel like I opened with that. And then I asked you to plug your shit and you was like, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry but, about that. But thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page. We used to talk about this at work and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Um, also, I said I was going to start promoting this more. Follow me on Letterboxd at BOW1213 and Matt at Mr. King0257. We got to promote that more, Matt. Um, come back next week when we reluctantly discuss you people. And like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. <laughs>